Hello and welcome to The Rob Burgess Show. I'm, of course, your host, Rob Burgess. On this, our 68th episode, our returning guest is John D. Domenico. You first heard John D. Domenico on episodes 42 and 50 of the podcast. John D. Domenico is a professional actor, writer, performer, host, creative, and celebrity impersonator. For the last 25 plus years, he has been recognized as one of the busiest and most versatile corporate entertainers in the industry. He has worked all over the world for some of the largest production companies and their end clients by creating a unique form of infotainment. John is originally from the Philadelphia area and now lives in Las Vegas. John attended East Stroudsburg University and graduated from Temple University with a BA in speech communications. John spent a year as a PR intern for U.S. Senator Arlen Specter. He overcame a severe speech impediment to become an actor, impersonator, and performer. John has written and performed at national and international sales meetings, product launches, trade shows, and award shows around the globe for AT&T, SAP, Sony, and SC Johnson, to name a few. John's specialty is seamlessly integrating his ever-expanding cast of celebrity and original characters into any meeting element by writing content-driven comedy that delivers and amplifies the key messages of the meeting. John has appeared in the feature films Meet the Spartans, Disaster Movie, 30 Days of Paranormal Activity, and Not Another Celebrity Movie as Donald Trump, The Love Guru, and Dr. Phil. John is the official Donald Trump on Conan, 12 appearances, Red Eye on Fox News, 21 appearances, Trump cast, Fox and Friends, and Chelsea. He has appeared on the Today Show, Inside Edition, Good Day New York, and many more. John is the only Donald Trump impersonator in the world to appear on the Today Show Australia, the Today Show Ireland, and This Morning Britain. D. Domenico's Trump has been profiled on ABC News Nightline, NBC News, Vice Media, CNN, CNN Money, CBC, USA Today, Yahoo News, BBC Business Matters, Channel 4 Britain, and has been covered by several major print and online news outlets in the U.S., including the New York Times, Washington Post, L.A. Times, Adweek, McClatchy, The Hill, Miami Herald, Philly.com, NJ.com, Star Ledger, and many more. D. Domenico is the only Donald Trump impersonator to appear in multiple segments of Fox and Friends for a cross-promotion between The Apprentice and Embassy Suites with the approval of the Trump Organization. John's Austin Powers impression has been recognized as the best by People Magazine and has been profiled on MSNBC. John also sent me an extensive annotated list of his many media appearances as Donald Trump, which I'll be posting under this episode on the podcast homepage. And now on to the show. John D. Domenico. Hey, it's Rob. How are you? Hey, Rob. How are you doing, man? Good, good. Do you have some time to talk here? Yes, I do. We're back at my brother's house. Oh, okay, cool. Maple Glen, Pennsylvania. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, uh, yeah, so uh, what have you been up to here this week? Are you uh, back east for a long time? I'm back now. I'm just back east for a couple of days. I'm doing um, uh, an event tomorrow night, but I rarely work I rarely work in the Philly area. I've been like New York, L.A., New York, L.A. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm able to see my family, which is a rarity. So, oh, yeah. I spent some time with my mom, and now I'm with my brother and my nephew. So. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, well, yeah, a lot has changed since the last time we talked. Uh, I know the last time we talked, uh, you were hoping for a spot at the White House Correspondence Dinner, and that, right. of course, uh, didn't happen, but uh, it didn't happen yeah, for... Yeah, it didn't happen because, yeah, Trump yeah. didn't go, and then he got a, the entire staff was not allowed to go, and I had an in. 
through like a back door through the White House staff, and then they basically couldn't do anything for me. And, uh, so, okay. Which has been pretty much the uh, <laughs> endemic of what's going on. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. But then, then again, I don't think anybody did either, right? Because I mean, they were talking about having Alec Baldwin come, but I don't think that that didn't oh, work no, out either. Nobody went. It was very. Not that it was poorly, you know, uh, what's his name from the Comedy Central mm-hmm. comedy there, but it was a weird, uh, I think CNN didn't have their usual party, Vanity Fair didn't have their usual party, it was a lot, you know, it was a weird year. Yeah. Hopefully Trump will be there next year. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then also last time we talked, we had a, you had around a thousand Twitter followers, and actually when I uh, reached out to you on Twitter, I, I still thought that was the case, I hadn't actually gone back and checked, but uh, you're approaching 300,000 now, so uh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. And what happened? Yeah, well, after the, after the being on the view, I mean, actually, I, I hovered around three or four thousand for a while, uh-huh. for a number of years, just before any of the Trump stuff. Broke. Right. And then um, with the Trump stuff, it was casu- it was kind of just casually coming up, and I wasn't paying a lot of attention to it. Twitter's not like my main form of communication. Mm-hmm. And then with a lot of the TV stuff and the news stories. Um, the view was a big deal. That that got me a huge jump in followers. Mm-hmm. And then when I won the last factory contest, that got me like another group of, of followers. And I thought, you know what? I better like start managing this. So I hired somebody who what he does is he just spends all day following people and then they follow back. Oh, wow. Okay. So I get like, during the course of the day, I'll get hundreds and sometimes thousands of people following me and it's just, it's, I had to turn off the notification <laughs> because it was, it was just blowing my phone up and then it, it kind of rolls and then he's curating a lot of my stuff and he's reposting things I just don't have time to do. Right. Um, but he reposted, he does all that kind of manual labor and um, then it helps me when I think of something really funny then I can post it and then it gets retweeted and then we've been pinning more stuff and then a big jump came when Mark Hamill started following me oh nice and when Mark Hamill started following me he started liking stuff and then he started retweeting stuff uh-huh. and just from him that was another big jump in followers I see. he has such a huge he has such a huge um, fan base oh yeah so I kind of was drafting off of him for a while and now I think it's just now there's just a lot of organic followers uh-huh. Of what's yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, that, that Mark Hamill one, there's definitely a built, big built-in audience for that, so. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I just need, like, I need, like, a killer. I, you know, what happens is you, get, you think, you think, like, I need, like, something. I need to come up with a killer tweet. I need a killer tweet. And then you're not tweeting because I need a killer tweet because I got all these people. And like, I'll forget it. I'll just tweet anything. So. Yeah. I feel pressure when you have that many people. It's like everything I everything's gonna be like a golden nugget, you know. Yeah, right. Of course I've seen like pop stars with like millions of followers and they'll be like, Hi and it's like fourteen million retweets and it's like you know. Oh I know, it's it's crazy. <laughs> the weird thing with social media is like you know, on my personal page I've got almost three thousand friends. Uh-huh. Some of those people and some of them obviously aren't friends they're people who fan me and I didn't push them over to my fan page. But you know what's funny, like when you post something, 
I called to a, like, I, I, like a, I put up a photo of me and Whoopi Goldberg when I was on the view, and you get like maybe 300 likes. Mm-hmm. You think like, well, that's pretty good, but then you think of it percentage-wise, and it's like, it's really not that good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I have a, I have a friend in, in Las Vegas. She's a model. I won't say her name, but she'll literally post something in the morning, and she's really gorgeous, but she'll post, I'm not sure what I'm going to do today. If I'm going to curl my hair or keep it straight, whatevs. Look at like four hundred likes. Like you guys, uh, you guys are morons. You know what I mean? Pretty chick, but you're gonna guarantee it. Right? Exactly. (laughs) She's gonna see this like, and things are really gonna change for our relationship. (laughs) I'm like, come on, one more like. You say two ninety nine. I'm like, one more like. Exactly. Well, your Facebook page did just get uh, verified, didn't it? Yes, it did. did. That's cool, uh, yeah. And so now we're going to look towards verifying the Twitter page, which which I was told will even get me more followers. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, Now I have a person. um, It's so funny. (laughs) It makes it sound like I'm a big operation, but I've got this guy running my Twitter feed, and then I now have a social media person, which basically doesn't generally do anything. Uh-huh. But um, other than give me advice. Like, okay, so this is what we need to do now. And I feel like saying, hey, could you just do it yourself? I'm a little busy. <laughs> That's why I hired you, because I don't want to yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's great. I literally was having, when I was having breakfast with my brother, you know, Twitter's great, I think, if you're a really big star already. Uh-huh. And people will like like Mark Hamill or like whoever they want to follow and hear what you have to say. When you're just still coming up and kind of just getting people interested in you, it's 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 that's a, it's not, not the two way street you think it's going to be. No, not at all. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, you yeah, also have. Be, um, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I'll be back on Conan next week, so I'll be able to post like lots of cool photos from the, you know being on the show and being uh, Captain Make America Great Again. So that always helps. Oh yeah. Like, oh my God. And last year I had you know I was talking with Tony, we had post show and and I was standing there with him and I'm thinking I should ask for a photo and I thought no why I this you know what I mean I hate asking celebrities for photos. <laughs> Yeah, and then I kick myself like I should have asked for. Yeah, that was one big chance. Yeah, I'll see him again. Right, but you also had some pretty big profiles in uh, the uh, Guardian. I saw that was that was a big one. That was incredible. They spent the reporter Jordan spent days with me, and you know I've done I did three hundred interviews in the last two years Mm. between you know NBC and ABC, and I did. Five CNN stories, five BBC stories, and there and every every reporter tries to take a different approach, but they're usually pretty quick hits. I mean, mm-hmm. ABC we they spent a day with that day with me. NBC spent two and a half days with me in Chicago. But that story in the Guardian, she spent so much time with me, and she was so great because. You're asked the same questions over and over again in these interviews, mm-hmm. and she would ask me questions, and I was, I'd have to stop and say, "Hmm, <laughs> let me think about that," because I don't have a, I don't really have a ready answer. You know, when somebody really can drill down on something, it's great. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But yeah, that was really nice, and that got a lot of traction. And um, I'm currently being interviewed, uh, and another story like that for the, the biggest paper in Germany, and they're spending a bunch of days. So. Oh, very cool. Yeah, definitely. And I'm then, glad I'm. I'm glad I'm remotely interesting. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. And then you were also nominated for an Emmy, is that right? Yes, I was nominated for an Emmy out of um, the Boston area. Cool. Which was incredible, and uh, I'm going to be framing the uh, all the paperwork from that. It's very exciting. <laughs> yeah. I did a commercial. I did a commercial for a new mobile uh, mobile company, mm-hmm. and uh, they we decided the creative director had said I'd worked with him before, but the concept was. Six characters introducing this new mobile, this mobile uh, phone company, and one of them was Trump. So it wasn't necessarily a Trump commercial, mm-hmm. but uh, we were put into the nomination process. We got nominated, and uh, we lost to the Boston Red Sox. So mm-hmm. I felt like if I'm going to lose to anybody, losing to the Boston Red Sox is probably the best we could lose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's not so bad. <laughs> Uh, but it was neat to go to the, the, the those Emmys in Boston and you know see the whole affair and and you know they're full size Emmys. It's kind of it's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so uh, you, I saw also that you had, had done a little bit uh, going back to your roots a little bit. You did uh, Austin Powers again. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. You know what's interesting about that Austin Powers job was. Originally, that was supposed to be Trump. Oh, really? And um, it was at a trade show in in Dallas, and that that particular trade show association um, pushed back on Trump. Mm. And then the client called and said, oh, we're getting pushed back on Trump. He's divisive and this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my agent said, you know, well, John does 30 characters. Mm-hmm. So they went with Austin Powers, which is actually a better character uh, for a trade show. Sure. It's just he's more recognizable. He's funny as a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a great time. It was a nice break doing it. You know, I haven't done him in such a long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, last time we talked, you also said you had a go-to uh, person that you did for Melania. Uh, do you have a go-to Putin at this point? <laughs> I do. It's funny because I don't know if you saw the photos. My friend Matt Karras, um, who's also friends with my New York Melania, who's mm-hmm. Mira. Mira was with me when I did the inauguration mm-hmm. uh, party down in uh, down in Florida, down in Boca Raton. He's he had a wig. He's shaved head guy like me. Uh, he had a wig made, and uh, we started putting some materials together, and we're going to start doing some. Um, uh, Trump-Putin videos. I'm going to be heading back to New York at the end of the month to put some more things together. Mm-hmm. You know, because we need to. Bat, you know, when I when I go to these places and I meet up with my friends who do these different characters, we like to shoot as much stuff as possible, bank it, and then kind of dole it out over mm-hmm. uh, a number of weeks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now uh, it was funny because the uh, as you I'm sure you know the uh, uh, handshakes that Trump does uh, have been oh yeah uh, very big in the news. He does this thing. I'm sure you've noticed. He grabs and then he pulls, does a big yank. Oh, yeah. uh, so, have you been uh, doing uh, any uh, exercises with your own uh, handshake well, to go along with it? Did you see I posted from the um, uh, Jensen USA? Uh-uh, I didn't see that. I, I did a bunch of episodes of Jensen USA this Okay. Time. And um, I did a bit with Robert. He didn't know this. I did a bit where we were talking about the handshake. I literally pulled him in. And then I slapped his face, and he got he got really upset. It was a very funny, very funny moment. So that's funny. He called, he called me, and on uh, European TV, they don't like bleep anything out. 
pretty uh, pretty tough game. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, it was, it was interesting to see the difference between him with like Macron, like Macron basically like rolled his knuckles. It looked like he gave him a good, good one of those things. Oh, the handshake, the whole handshake thing is hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then with Putin, he would did the like the lower thing. <laughs> like it was, it was so interesting to see the little variations, you know. <laughs> so. Right. But um, yeah. So like you were saying, the Trump can be kind of a divisive figure. But you're uh, you're an impersonator. You try to seem to keep it kind of neutral in some way. Uh, yeah, how, I, did, I, how do I, how do you ride that line? It seems like a fine well, line to me, ride. You know, it's, it's more about the comedy. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing him as a necessarily a political figure. I'm mm-hmm. doing him more as a as a as a personality. Uh, so I don't have a political agenda. Uh, certain people want to tear him down, mm-hmm. and I don't. You know, I don't. I listen. You know, I'm not going to change anybody's mind. I think it's very presumptuous to present anybody mm-hmm. uh, in a certain light, thinking, "Well, you're going to change people's mind about this person through your comedy or through your performance." Mm-hmm. I, that's not my job. My job is to make people laugh and, to, you know, to, to be a satirist and for there to be humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's how I've I've always felt that way. And people say, "Well, you're you know you just." you're not taking a position. No, I'm not because the position isn't necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not to be funny. Right. Yeah, definitely. That's just my place. I want, you know, my goal, if I could get up in front of a group of 500 people and half of them are Republican and half of them are Democrat or half of them are pro-Trump and half of them are anti-Trump, mm-hmm. and if they can both laugh equally, then I, that's the job. Then, then I've done my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, now, it seems like uh, it might be uh, changing jobs soon, not only because uh, this uh, Russia story seems to be keep keeps heating up, you know, and people keep talking about yeah, what will happen. So, um, you know, but I think I still think even if Trump weren't president anymore uh, very soon, I think that your impersonation will still be in high demand because now he's oh, going to be he's going to be recognizable forever, you know. So. Yeah, 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 he will be. He will be one of those iconic figures that we haven't had in a while in this country. But, you, you know, people would say to me before the election, well, what if Trump loses? And mm-hmm. I would say, it will be even better because he'll never shut up. <laughs> and, and he won't have the responsibilities. You know, the thing is, once he became president, you become, you, you, in a sense, you become penned in. You know what I mean? And you're seeing it now because they, they made a lot of decisions that, they were just acting the way they had always acted as business people. But when you're a political person, there's a lot of things you can't do. And mm-hmm. like they said, like he didn't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is probably the truth. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you were a politician, you know, like you know, the ethics kind of thing. But if he hadn't won, it would have been it would have been fine for me because if Hillary were in office and we were what, six months in now, you know, he would have been as much as he'd been tweeting, he just would have been tweeting more. Oh yeah, no, I mean he yeah. had the whole. Trump TV thing ready to go. I think if he was not going to be president, so yeah, he was exactly. Not, so it's, it's yeah. yeah. So so if he does get and and, and people think like oh we'll impeach Trump. Well, people don't know like the impeachment process takes a very long time. Mm-hmm. Takes yeah. a very long time. And Bill Clinton was impeached by the not by the, I think he was impeached by the House, but mm-hmm. not the Senate. You're right. And he remained president. There's I think people who are anti Trump are just looking for this silver bullet to get him out of mm-hmm. to get him out of office. And it's 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 not gonna happen. Right, exactly. You know, and I'm not saying that on either side I'm not saying that it's pro or con 
I'm just saying, from what I know about you know this this process, it's a very complicated process. It mm-hmm. takes a great deal of time, and people just think he's going to. It's not going to, folks. Just relax. Just relax. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, enjoy it, and then you know, to 2020, vote for somebody else. Yeah, The Rock or Kid Rock, I guess, also could be in the mix. Who knows? Right, Kid Rock, uh, you know, The Rock, or they could be on me, and they could be that could be the ticket. Yeah, The Rock and the Kid Rock. <laughs> but you know, but you know, Trump's savvy enough that a year from now or two years from now, he could push through single payer health care, and everyone would be like. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, you know, that's the eight-dimensional you know, chess or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could, both sides would be like, okay, that's pretty massive. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's tremendously huge. <laughs> really, really incredible. No one. And I thought it was really funny with the witch hunt because he's calling it a witch hunt. Yeah. He said this is the greatest witch hunt. Ever. Even his witch hunts are the greatest. This is the greatest witch hunt in history. No one has witch hunts. Like that. <laughs> Exactly. That's even even and the most massive. And I'm a tremendous colluder. <laughs> no one colludes like me. I'm the best colluder. I have to say. Everyone says so. Don Junior's so smart. What a smart kid, right? Well, he's a high quality person. That's that's the new he's one. He's a very high quality person. He really is. He's made of very Corinthian leather. <laughs> Yeah, that was such a weird way to say that about your own son. Right. I have such a high-quality son. Look at at the stitching. This is. And he's made in America, which really says it all. (laughs) Exactly. Um, What else are you working on here coming up uh, soon? Um, We have a a, there's a there's a lot of different things. There's always a bunch of things kind of circling around. Um, We're we're working on a project that could lead to um, like a, like a the whole thing with winning the Laugh Factory thing is I'm supposed to be doing a show for them in the fall called Real News, Fake News, and then I'm supposed to do all the clubs, and we're trying to decide if I want to do that as Trump or as myself. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to put like a one-hour um like a, like a stand-up special together. So there's a lot of different things in, in the works. And, you know, you, you're working on 10 things, and one thing comes to fruition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Just keep a lot of irons in the fire, I guess. So. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and things are changing day to day. And you're always thinking, well, how should I approach this? And do you want to do evergreen material? Or do you want to do topical material? Or what's the, you know, if you're going to shoot something and it's not going to be out for a while, you can't, you can't Mm-hmm. You can't pre- can't predict two days from now, let alone yeah, right. two months from now. <laughs> so it's you know we're always trying to look at well, what's the best way to approach this, and what should we be looking at? Right. You know. Cool, man. Well, thanks so much for catching up with me, and I uh, hope to talk to you here uh, soon. Uh, and see what yeah, else you're working I, on. I hope so. to announce some really big projects once they all kind of cement together. Oh, absolutely. Cool. All right. <laughs> well, uh, have fun out east, and uh, yeah, I'll talk to you again soon. All right, Rob. Thanks, man. <laughs> thanks a lot. Thank Bye.
you enjoy this podcast, there are several ways to support it. I have a Patreon account, which can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash Rob Burgess Show Patreon. I hope you'll consider supporting in any amount. Also, please make sure to comment, follow, like, subscribe, share, rate, and review the podcast everywhere it's available, which includes iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Facebook, Twitter, Internet Archive, TuneIn, and RSS. It really helps. The official website for the podcast is www.therobburgessshow.com. You can find out more about me by visiting my website, www.thisburgess.com. Until next time.